Hello and welcome to Five by Five Podcast. I'm David Codyworth. And I'm Semla. And today we're going to talk about COVID-19, the pandemic, or in some cases people call it the epidemic. So Sarah, tell us about your experience of the COVID-19 pandemic. Well, obviously, Dave, I mean, at the start of this pandemic, it was, what, what last last year now? We just over a year and, and a bit. In the year 2020, yeah. Everyone found out about this virus that had been going around, which the government didn't tell us about straight away. No, they didn't, but they had to heave the warning, though. They did, but we was all quite sceptical. We was all like, oh, whatever, it's just a virus. It's like, a, you know, it's a cold, blah, blah, blah. Do not shake hands was one of the rules. Do not shake hands. I mean, even Boris Johnson, he didn't believe in it, did he? That's no. our prime... Well, that's our Prime Minister UK Prime Minister, yeah, and he was shaking hands with everybody. He was, yeah, and we just thought, oh, it's not going to get to us. And now, like I say, I mean, a year, a year and a bit down the line, in the UK we're in lockdown number three. No one's going to work. It's a national lockdown again. I can't go to work either. He's done the right thing, though. He has done the right thing. Eventually, uh, he was covering it up for a bit, wasn't he? He wasn't doing yeah. exactly what he needed to do. Well, I, I think he was trying to get the keep the economy going and keep the people going and keep uh, money coming in to the country so if he had to lock down he would have enough to cover us all although the grand total I think is 2.3 trillion pounds he's borrowed to see everybody through exactly and that's putting the country into an even more of a a bad situation because we've got to pay this money back but anyways it's not in regards to money at the minute we've been paying money back since the war so yeah, but this is the pandemic now, isn't it? I mean, what what annoys me is there's the obviously now there's like millions of people dying around the world. They've got a new vaccine in place, blah de blah. They've got free now. They've got free now. Yes. They've got free now. They've got the Pfizer. They've got the one that can be stored at room temperature, developed by Oxford University, and they've got another one that's just been accepted for if you go into the hospital. They have indeed, but then there's also the rumour that they're not going to vaccinate the under-50s. Well, they're trying to get the... This, the government's plan was to try and get the people over 50 vaccinated first, so they generate antibodies, and then they get the second vaccination, so they generate more antibodies to give them some sort of chance, as if to speak, immunity from COVID-19, and then he was going to work on... The under fifties. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, when all this, uh, when this virus started, anyways. I mean, how do we know we ain't already had it? Nobody knows that. I mean, like we've all said, obviously before we got locked down to ourselves, we've said it, and to our friends, we've said it. We yeah. was quite ill, if I remember correctly, in back in December. What year are we on now? Yeah, December, we're in the year 2020, uh, 2021. So, yeah, December 19, 2019, we was quite ill in December 19, and there was a few of our friends yeah, that were quite ill. December, oh yeah, December 19. Because, December 19, yeah, it was, because it's COVID-19. Yeah, yeah, December 19, we was ill, and we didn't know what was wrong with us, and we had to, we stayed in bed for two weeks. We couldn't even go to make a cup of tea, we had to crawl, if I remember right yeah, away. Yeah, to drag ourselves to the toilet. So, do we yeah. know that we haven't had it already? No, well... It all happened when I was at a party and, you know, you told Sarah, I said, this don't feel like a cold, I couldn't really drink, I couldn't really interact, and I found myself in bed for two weeks. Yeah. And, 
it possibly was COVID-19. I mean, we're not scientists, we don't know. No, we don't. There was no tests available, no one was made aware. As far as we know, there was a virus, a biohazard outbreak in Wu-Tang, China. And there was no way of tracing it, because if you remember, the testing kits wasn't in place then. Yeah, that's right, David. Because Boris was trying to... Boris Johnson, the UK Prime Minister, was trying to put these tests together as quick as he could. And the rest of the MPs was having a go at him, and then he brought out the test and trace. He did bring out the test and trace, yes. The NHS Uh, test and trace. um, Covid test. Yes. And then he he still said that... We didn't need the first lockdown. He said we didn't need the first lockdown. And so Professor Witty and Valence turned around and said, no, we've looked at the numbers. So, um, we've got another company, I can't remember the name of it, it begins with an S, I think, telling us we have to lock down. Yeah, I can't remember the name either. And a lot of people saying it's just a cold. Yeah, well, well, yeah, exactly. That's right. So, so going back on, I mean, we spoke a bit about the virus, but obviously, like we mentioned, we're in uh, the third national lockdown in the UK, um, and uh, many people around the whole world are probably still in lockdown or whatnot. But or whatnot. But I'm going to talk now a little bit. Do you think the, the, the major cause of these deaths are COVID-19 yes. or more suicides? No, no, there is suicides uh, with the lockdowns going on. Because with, there with was a rumour. There is suicides with the mental health and the lockdowns. But, yes, but, but what I will say is... To anybody who's thinking about that, go seek help, talk to people. Yeah, definitely. And there is actually numbers that you can text and uh, talk to a counsellor as well. But they have the test now and surely they can test the deceased and work out if it's COVID-19 or not. Yes, but there was a rumour going around and, 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 and I do believe this rumour as well because I've had people that I know inform me as well. When the people have been passing away sadly I mean it is a sad oh, you know, illness sad, obviously yeah. sad people are losing family members and if you have lost family members then you know I do feel for you but it has been said that on the records they've just been put in died from a COVID-19 even if it's just been through natural causes well this is the NHS and this is the government you've got this supposed to trust the NHS and rely on their resources but they have been doing that but nobody's proved it. They have, because I know people that have got the proof. There's probably that. that many conspiracy theories out there. No one knows what's what, to be honest. Maybe it's quicker to label people COVID-19. Yes, but, I mean, if I didn't die of that, I wouldn't want that written on my death certificate. But you wouldn't You wouldn't really know, to be honest, would you, because you'd be dead. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't really know. But you do have a point. Maybe there is in a rush because the NHS was overwhelmed. Yeah, maybe. With the amount of COVID-19 patients. I mean, Italy was the first people to really hit home with their news. Yeah. They were showing coffins on the news and the footage got banned and there was at least 70, 80 coffins all lined up in a room. 
and then you saw the deceased getting buried in burial pits and they said it was temporary and will be moved for anybody who's lost somebody in this uh, tragic pandemic I think the right thing to have done was to lock down which we've been locked down three times now but what do you think to the people who are still treating their life as no pandemic exists one word silly because well because at the end of the day it's not only your life that it's all right for you to say say if i was one of those person people which i'm not yeah i'm not gonna say i am because i'm not Say if I said, oh, well, it don't matter if I get it. I asked if I get it. Sorry, I swore. I'm not bothered if I get it. You know, I'm going to go out anyway. That's a little bit selfish because, yeah, you might not care if you get it. You, you, you know, you might not care at all. But then again, what if you got it and you went home and passed it on to one of your loved ones? But you don't even know you'd passed it on through a test. Exactly. This is why people are told to stay at home because there's not enough tests to go around. Exactly. And there's not enough vaccines to go around because vaccines cost money and it depends how fast the pharmaceutical companies can churn these vaccines out. No, exactly. If one person, God, it won't happen, God forbid it won't happen, goes home to, to a family of four and one of them family members pass away through COVID. Is the family member that's been going out going to get the blame? Well, that, that's a tricky one because obviously you can't just point the finger at somebody. But then again, can you point the finger at somebody? Because if everybody else, else has been following the government guidelines, been staying at home, following the procedures... And social distancing. And social distancing... Is it right to blame the one person to go that that's gone out? Maybe because they're the only people that have become infected. But then again, you can't really say that because I know a lot of people that have been careful that haven't been out but have yet contracted the virus. Maybe because they've been going through an essential shop and they've picked something up off a box. Anybody or, could get it. You can't just say to one person, "You've been out. You've been socialising. You've you've passed this virus in." Well, no. It don't work like that. Well, what I don't get was the... When it first came out, Boris Johnson had only just come into power as the UK Prime Minister, as our Prime Minister, and the rules set out for social distancing at first was actually one metre mm-hmm. from each other. Everybody stayed one metre away. And then, as it progressed, we got told to social distance and stay away from each other two, for two metres. Yes, I know, David. But the point I'm making is, why change it from one metre to two when a sneeze can travel further than two metres? Well, that's like asking the question of why tell us to wear masks? What's the point in wearing a mask to cover your, 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 your mouth and your nose when it can travel through the eyes? When I first put a mask on, I thought I was going to turn into Jim Carrey mask. Hmm. <laughs> Spin round and go, smoking! That was the worst Jim Carrey impression ever, but... No, it was people, pretty bad. People get what I mean. This, it's going to be the normality now. I mean, I don't feel normal anymore going out. Say say when, when, when I go shopping, 
Yeah. Uh, if we have to go shopping for anything. Yes. And I'll step out of the door and I forget my mask because I've got to run back for it. Even without that mask on now, I don't feel comfortable. Right, so... It's got normal for me. We get told to put a mask on. But we don't get told to cover our hands. No. And it can transmit. It can. If you come in contact with it on your hands, say someone's maybe had the finger in the mouth and handled the money, and then someone gives you some change, or you pick up a box and, and someone's contaminated that box and you go out on your hand, and then you go to touch your mouth or you bite your fingernail, that can infect you. This is something that I've been wondering as well. I mean, obviously we're going through the COVID and pandemic and I've been forgetting to look when we've been at supermarkets such as, you know, Morrison's and things like that. Yeah. But Morrison's and Asda and some of these big supermarkets have this thing where they'll put fresh fruit out so then when you take a child shopping... Yeah. To stop them from moaning, from crying. I won't say moaning because the children. No, you can say moaning. To stop them from like moaning when you're doing the shopping, you know you've got a kid in yeah, it. Because no kid wants to shop yeah. unless they get sweets. Yeah, exactly. I didn't mean it nasty, but like, yeah, the tension room. So they put this thing in order where you could go in and the child can have a piece of fruit. Yeah. Now, when we went to Morrison's, I forgot to look because. I don't think it was out. If they're still doing that. That is not a very good move to me. I don't think it was out, but what I did notice is when we passed the fruit aisle, the fruit wasn't covered. Yeah. Anybody can pick that fruit up. Like, anybody can put it back. Yeah, like the cabbages. You're not going to boil an apple, are you? I saw the cabbage. The vegetables as well, yeah. I mean, the vegetables, yeah, they get boiled. Yeah. They'll get peeled or whatnot. But... Fruit? Oh, why is nothing covered? Yeah, I mean, they're saying it can live on surfaces... It can live on plastic for three days. If you think of, say, a turnip in the shop, somebody goes into the shop. I'm guilty of this. Yeah, they pick up a turnip. It's not big enough. It's not big enough, so they put it back down. Yeah. But they've already touched that turnip with their hands. It's not that... I suppose if you sanitise your hands like I do, it's not that bad, but... It's not, but then they're saying it can't live on services, but yet... Someone else comes, picks that turnip up. Yeah. A mother, for example, she Te- picks the turnip up. She maybe yeah. pays for it and takes it home. Yeah, she puts it, she puts it down or whatever when she gets in, she sanitises her hands, but she's already touched that turnip and touched her child on the hand or whatnot. Before she's sanitised, probably. Before she's sanitised, exactly. So she's already spread it. Um, yeah. And then that child will go and touch anything or any, like, in the house. Or well, they said it don't really affect uh, children uh, this COVID-19 it does affect children we know it does we know because it does there's, been, there's evidence uh, of it schools and again a sad, a sad occasion again there, there's been children that have actually passed died away, from passed COVID away. yeah bless them which is very sad uh, but say, yeah apparently children cannot get the disease but yeah I read a statement well then I listened to a statement on the news saying that with this new COVID that's been been a mutation of the first COVID, which is still about, it can pass on to all ages. So why are they vaccinating all ages? Did I know if this Pfizer vaccine and the other one is going to actually treat this new uh, upbreed of COVID? I don't, I don't even think they know what they're doing. I mean, I'll give my due to Boris. It's a guess game. 
I have been pretty annoyed with Boris, Boris Johnson. He does look, he looks really tired though. I have, I have got really, I have actually been very angry towards him, but I don't mind Boris. He is doing his best. It looks like he's overworked, still. Yeah, you know, I don't think he deserves all the, I do think he has made a few, well, quite a lot of mistakes. Like, he should have locked us down and kept us locked down. Instead of humming and ahhing about it. Well, the, well, the first lockdown, the first lockdown when he came on the news, though, he was like, uh, we realised that numbers are going up and we've got to protect the NHS, and that's always been his motto from lockdown one. Exactly. Too many can get hospitals open, though, you know, for COVID patients. Hopefully. He got he got he got the the short straw, didn't he? I mean, he, he wanted to be prime minister. He's coming at the he wrong did. time. Yeah, definitely the wrong time. Well, no, the right time because he was going to invest in green air and make electric aeroplanes, and and he was going to really tidy things up, and he was going to build things and extend railways and get people commuting more on bikes and using public transport. But then Wu Tang broke the news saying that they've known about this virus for months, but mm. didn't bother telling the world about it, and now the world's suffering through. Not uh, the world's suffering from not being informed of what was really going on. Exactly. This is a biohazard at the end of the day. Uh, two questions: created in a lab or made by nature? COVID nineteen. Created in a lab. In Wuhan. Created in a lab, definitely. And let out like Resident Evil style in Wuhan. It's been created in a lab. Because wet markets have been around for ages. It's, yeah, I think it's been created in a lab. Something's happened. I I, I don't know whether it would, it would have been intentional or what whatnot. I've yeah. been saying that word the words a lot. It's alright. Right. You can say whatnot. It's a podcast. I don't know whether it's been intentional. Obviously, I can't say yes or no because I don't know and I don't like slandering. That's and my I technology know, going off in the background. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So, I think something's gone wrong. Is it the red leakage and the fart? Oh heck! So why didn't they? So why didn't they inform anybody? Did they know it had escaped from the lab? Did they know that, that it actually escaped from the lab? Do you reckon if it is if it is man-made? I reckon that they might have done. I mean, they, they, they could have done. I mean, what if it was one person and they've gone, oh, you know, it's fine, no one's going to know it. I reckon then, if it was man-made, it'd be a team of people, though. Yeah, but maybe if one person's, like, spilt it or whatever, and, it, and they've gone, oh, no one's going to notice, it's only a little bit, it's only a little bit that's gone out. But then, as the days progress, that's mom, our dog in the background having a nice sleep. Our little pug in a bed. Big boobs. Um, and then, um, yeah, one spillage in the floor. Nothing's gonna hurt. It's just a little spillage. And then maybe one person's got ill. Then another. Then another. Then another. And he's thought, oh, is this coincidence or maybe now I should say something? Maybe now I should say something. Now they're noticing hospital numbers are going up in their own country. Yeah, I mean it, that just might be me and my like little investigative brain, but I think I've got it sussed. I've got a really good question, and I've just thought of it now. My brain's just had an epiphany, not a brain fart, an epiphany. Right, I said created in a lab. Hospital numbers went up, yeah. Say they created in a lab and it escaped, or someone accidentally, or someone let it out. We don't know. We're not going to really know, anyways. 
Hospital numbers went up, didn't they, in Wotan? Yeah. And then started creeping up all over the world. Yeah. What I want to know is, there was no testing kits available. How did they know it was COVID-19? Because obviously they've had the we've had the SARS, haven't we? It's all part of the we've SARS. We've had SARS. It's part of the COVID it's, gene. But how did they pick up the strain of COVID nineteen without a test? Yeah, but it's it's all it's all over the SARS. Did they found the chem did they found the chemical in it? The main gene of the virus. When they scanned people, you mean? And it would have been linked, yeah. Did they found when them? they screened blood? Exactly. But the, the known SARS was about. But how did they detect? This is what I'm trying to say. We waited for testing kits to say positive or negative, which took months after the pandemic. Yeah. To come out. Did we have a test back then that did it in and went, oh, coronavirus? I don't know, probably. But I mean, with the SARS, I mean, we had SARS back in when was it? 2000 and. 2012, was it? 2012. No, it might have been a bit less than that. I don't know. 2009. If we know what's yeah, keep going. No, that SARS was basically a strain of COVID. Well, SARS. COVID's been around for ages. Well, COVID's an adapted. With it, right? We've all got a gene in this called COVID. Uh, I think this is right, and it's a part of the gene organizes the common cold. But this gene is adapted now into a biohazard killer you either get it then you survive or you get it and unfortunately you pass on there's two, there's two options with this and we're desperately looking for anything that's going to cure it because of course we don't want this to take over rapidly who, like was that, who was that old guy from years and years and years ago that predicted the curbid it was a book writer, wasn't he? And he said in the year 2020. Uh, oh, was it? What, Matt Twain, was it? No, was it? No. Somebody said, there was a paragraph, wasn't there? And he said, oh, there's Jules Verne. There's going to be a virus and yes. it's going to wipe out. I'm pretty sure it was Jules Verne. Mm. Uh, Notre Dame also predicted a lot that's of things. Same. You know? That's what I'm thinking. Not, of. Notre Dame predicted quite a few things that have come true. Genius. Mm-hmm. Do but like all these predictions, like Leonardo da Vinci painted helicopters and flying vehicles, and he was a big part in documenting human anatomy mm-hmm. because he was asked to paint uh, organs and and uh, bodies and stuff like that on canvas so they could learn all the body works. Yeah, that is right. The, like the Simpsons they predict a lot of stuff yeah the Simpsons that's do that's come to Donald Trump as president for one mm-hmm. although he's out on the 20th isn't he yeah we won't go into the Donald Trump discussion at the minute no I won't there's a lot going down with that yeah hell of a lot all we know is he's banned off Facebook and he's banned off Twitter and he's banned off Instagram for life yeah but we know a lot more but obviously we're not going to start but the rambling on about that. No, because it's not to do with us. But um, we do we do think strongly of predictions and stuff. Boris predicting that we we could have we could have the we could see this virus gone 
spring, summer, what do you reckon of 2021? Not going to happen. 2021, spring, summer. It's not going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to be something we've got to live with, aren't it? There's going to be. Oh. Uh, there goes the technology again. Oh, I do apologise. No, no, it's fine. We live in a modern world. We all know what the technology is. So I tell people about our lockdown experience, Sarah. So, first lockdown. The first lockdown was the best lockdown because obviously it was summertime, so we could go out and sit in the garden. You could sunbathe, yeah. Sunbathing. We we got a new puppy called Angel. We we barbecued. We did. We built Angel a cardboard princess tower. For the living room, so she could dive in and out and use it as a bed. We made a kennel for the outside, painted it orange. We even that was good because we upcycled everything that was in the garden, bits of wood. We did indeed. We even put little puggy pictures inside the house for us and make it more homely and put lights on it. It was and quite a, good. And a pug towel on top on it with a pug wearing shades and a hat. We did. We made a hole in the garden and played golf. Oh, golf was brilliant, wasn't it? Golf was fantastic. Got an all-in-one a couple of times. We bought a gazebo, but it blew away. <laughs> it blew over the fence when the weather... Uh, Became a bit windy, wasn't it, towards the end of summer? Yeah, we did crazy videos on Facebook, uh, karaoke. We even did our uh, EastEnders episode. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. The EastEnders episodes was fantastic because everybody missed EastEnders because they couldn't film the new episodes with the social distancing and having to work out safety for the actors with... Uh, to so the actors would avoid COVID-19. A little demonstration. Who did you play in our mock-up EastEnders video for Facebook? I played Pat Butcher. And I played Frank Butcher. We did. Uh, it mollered a story, ended a story. Frank Butcher got shot. And because Pat ran off with the money. We played, we, no, we had a plot that Frank and Pat was going to take some money off the Mitchells off Phil and they was going to run away to the Bahamas together and sort Ricky and Banker out at the same time that is in fact true shall we do a little impression shall we have a little impression of our EastEnders if you want to we even had the duff duff didn't we at the end <laughs> right so here's my impression of Frank Butcher hello Pat Remember them earrings I bought you? You never like my earrings, Frank. I love them, Pat. I love them. I really do love them. Sorry, Pat. Sorry, Frank, but it's over. Listen, listen. We can have this bag of money for ourselves. We can do cocktails on the beach. We can live a life of luxury. The other bag, we got enough for Ricky and Bianca. Come on, Pat, what do you say? Sorry, Frank. Bang. But, oh, oh, Pat. Pat, I love you, Pat. Well, you won't be needing these. Kill <laughs> <laughs> the duff duff. <laughs> 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 
do, 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 do. Anyway, enough of that. <laughs> that um, was... So, yeah, we kind of went crazy. I mean, at one point, Dave was actually talking to the radiator. I did hear him when he went to the toilet. Oh, yeah, I remember when I talked to the radiator, yeah. I think his words were, it's okay, radiator. You're just a radiator. And you I can't gave, get cut. And I gave the radiator a cuddle. He did indeed. <laughs> um, second lockdown, kind uh, going, of. Going back to the first lockdown, to pass the time, if you remember, instead of using a lawnmower. Oh, we used a hand mower. Which was gruelling, wasn't it? It was. It was absolutely gruelling using one of them little push spin mowers to cut the grass. We weren't used to it at all, was we? Yes. We should have used scissors. <laughs> there was plenty of wine. Yes, there. Uh, thank you, Italy. Yes, thank you, Italy. You'll we don't know what we would have done without you. Wed. Red. Wine. Wed wine. Wed, wed wine. Well, it is wed when I'm a bit tipsy. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, we we, uh, we we even sat in the man-woman shed. We sat in the man-woman shed and we watched TV. Movies. Movies. Amazon. Yes. Um, yeah. So we did quite a lot in the in the first lockdown. Second lockdown was a little bit more like, hmm... Yeah, we didn't have a clue what to do in the second lockdown. We knew it was coming, but we, we've, well, in the first lockdown as well, we had the news on in every room. Mhm. Constant, wasn't it? On laptops and and TVs and God knows what. So we could, whenever we was in a room, we could hear the news twenty four seven. Yes, indeed. Until we went and watched the movie, and we was discussing how to how to protect ourselves from COVID-19 and then along came Amazon and what did what did I order? The Amazon order. What did you order? Bug out packs. Oh my gosh yeah so so yeah right so what Dave is actually referring to is <laughs> I can't believe he flipping did this are you but I'll say flipping because I don't want to swear he basically, yeah, I did. he, he, Dave is like, he's just waiting for the apocalypse. He, <laughs> Dave of the apocalypse. He's constantly <laughs> waiting for the apocalypse. Well, last name's Cody with Cody the Shed. <laughs> yeah, so, Dave gets us hazmat suits, gas masks, gloves, Goggles. Goggles. And uh, I said to him when when they came, I said, I'm not I'm not flipping wearing them. He said, Oh, I'll tell you what, we need to go to the garage. These was proper was the suits from was the suits from the Gulf War or something? Yeah, they were from the army, yeah. Yeah, there was our proper so, army suits on it. So anyways, I remember this one time I went, I'm not wearing them and he said, Oh well you need to go to the garage, so you just put on your gas mask, it'll be fine. I said, I'm not going out, I was literally in tears, I well, was that embarrassed. Wanted to go in the full suit. Yeah. So <laughs> so we had a little bit of a Tantrum from me. We made a hoo-ha, didn't we? Um, which did turn to laughter because I remember opening the front door, this gas mask on, looking around until they knew the coast was clear. So I was looking around like a school, looking for nuts. Anyways, <laughs> uh, anyways, we decided to walk the dog early hours, early hours in the morning because that's the only the only bit of exercise, <laughs> the only bit of exercise that we could get was walking Angel. Um, and we put on the full, the full suit. We put on the full suit, which consisted of half, half trousers, wasn't it? And then you tied it, you tied, you had two like yeah, braces, you tied suit. around your neck, didn't you? And then we had a pullover. And this is, by the way, these suits are all charcoal lambs. We had like a pullover hoodie with gas mask and goggles, wasn't it? And it was, we had biohazard gloves on. 
Yeah, so and this is about three o'clock. And I thought, all oh, right, then I'll, you know, you and Marine, when nobody will see us. Exercise is. at three o'clock in the morning yeah. when no, when everybody's hopefully tucked in. And uh, I thought too. nobody will see us. Anyways, we, we must have just got round the corner from the house, and someone in the car was like, "Do have five, didn't they?" He, so, he shouted, <laughs> "Nice suits, but you're taking a bit too far." Anyways, David, that's normally not embarrassed. Went, "Come on, we're going home." Come on, we're going home. I was like, <laughs> "Thank We lose out for about what thirty seconds? Thirty seconds. And then that guy went by, didn't he? Like you said, he went, nice suits, but you're taking it a bit too far. <laughs> so, I just wanted to prepare us for the West. And, like I said, these suits of charcoal bland. Yeah, proper army suits that was used in the British Army. And, <laughs> to be honest, how long did it take me to convince you to put yours on? Ages. And then I helped you with your kit, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Helped you do it. And then, <laughs> before we went out of the door, she was looking like a squirrel again. <laughs> Checking the neighbours one out. Or peeking through the cracks in the windows or the curtains. <laughs> it was so funny. We was dressed up like we'd just come out of Good Morning Vietnam, the movie, you know, Full Metal Jacket. It was really, really bad. But Resident Evil-ish as well, the Umbrella Corporation. It was really bad. Really, really bad. And it was uh, during the second lockdown, we actually bought a tent and started sleeping in the garden. Yeah, we can't. We can't what happened to the tent, David? It blew off like the gazebo did <laughs> and we never got it back. It did blow away, that is correct. <laughs> hey, it was nice though, wasn't it, laying in that tent? It was really nice laying in that tent. It was real nice. So I was basically chilling in a tent and we'd uh, peek out. When it rained that night, it was it was nice as well because you could hear it raining in the tent. Yeah, it was really nice. And we never got that tent back. No, <laughs> so we still, other, don't, still don't know where it went. If anybody's seen an orange and blue tent <laughs> um, flying over Hull, you care. It's ours yeah, and we want it us. back. <laughs> yeah, please. We want it back. That tent's so famous. It's done more miles than Dorothy. Like the Wizard of Oz. It has. And it doesn't even need the red shoes. So, Tent, Tent, if you're listening, come home. We love and miss you. Basically, we created... and <laughs> We created spaces, like being in the tent or being in the mansion or being in the house, so we weren't stuck in the same room continuously. So, we basically had a holiday in the back garden. And the day when I matched the laps of... Captain Tom around the back garden, bless him, raising money, money mm-hmm. for the NHS, and he did a brilliant job of that. Yes. He was actually Colonel Tom at first, and then he got knighted, didn't he? Yes. So I matched his laps. I've got to say, 100 laps from your garden don't seem like much, but when you get to the 50s, at 57, 58, it starts to drag, so hat off to him. And what else did we do during lockdown? We did loads of things. I mean, I like cooking, so I've just been cooking loads of stuff. What about the time when you asked, can we have more Sunday dinners? Oh, gosh. And what happened? So, so as I said, then we were doofus. <laughs> a doofus? A doofus. A doofus. And with a weasel bean. A crayons are in the post. <laughs> so basically, I, I mentioned, because obviously I like cooking. And of course he likes to wear crayon by numbers, joking. Yeah, that's my David's thing. <laughs> um, so 
Not all <laughs> that's of just remind me of something else we did as well. But anyway, I'll go back to this. So I said, oh, well, now that I'm cooking again because it's lockdown, I'd like to get more Sunday dinners in. Never tell David you want to do Sunday dinners. Because if you've heard of panic buying... I didn't panic buy. You didn't panic it was, buy. It was going, the only thing in there was going cheap. Put it this way. Yeah, going cheap. <laughs> Good pun intended. <laughs> yeah. The freezer in the kitchen and the freezer in the shed, the yeah. man-woman shed, is full of chicken legs. Basically, what she's trying to say is, I found them on sale for £1.35 each. Trays of 10... Was it 10 chicken legs or was it 20? It was quite a lot. Right. And I bought 200 of them. <laughs> no, every time I went shopping, chicken owl, chicken owl, chicken owl, chicken owl, chicken owl, chicken owl. I'll tell you what, though. When we first... <laughs> it was the chicken owl. But I'll tell you one thing, though. Last time I went shopping, I had to grab him away from that blooming bit. The experience of first going shopping in the first lockdown when people was panic buying to to get the was panic when people was panic buying to get their food in because they didn't know what this pandemic was gonna do. It looked like I was in the middle of a zombie apocalypse because there was nothing on the shelf. There wasn't even toilet roll. The dearest toilet roll gone server that we saw actually on sale was how much? Which one? The dearest one. Uh, there was some shop and there was that greedy I think it was £50 there was one set That's of no toilet rolls a set of six toilet rolls was £25 in one shop there was one that was £50 and there was one that was £50 for toilet roll yeah it's absolutely ridiculous and then what happened was people was trying to the ones that had got the toilet roll uh, to begin with, when the pandemic started, had that much of it was trying to take it back yeah. to the stores. Well, this is a hygiene product. Obviously, we all need it. No, they wouldn't accept it back because they're in the right to. Because it's to do with health and safety, isn't it? And hygiene. Exactly. How many people? The amount of people that stocked up on toilet roll, they could have built a toilet roll igloo in the back garden. They could have done indeed. They could have done. And indeed. still built a mansion. I think when it came to the first uh, lockdown, the only thing we could get hold of at first was frozen pizzas. It was. It was frozen frozen pizzas and chicken, and I think that's why we ended up with much of it. With so much of it, even. Well, the fr the frozen pizzas was all the same pizzas as well, weren't they? There was cheese and cheese and tomato pizzas. They weren't the best pizzas, was they? Nah. You can tell they want the best pizzas. Did you wear that? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had to do our best. And I'd, have thing, off, I'd have lived off noodles and I'd have been happy. And the other thing, couples was allowed in stores, but we weren't allowed in together. Yeah, so we came up with a plan, right? Now, we're not devious people. Pinky in the brain. Pinky yeah, in the pinky brain. in the brain, right? This was a really good plan, right? So I went to the shop and the security guard said, Whoa, what are you doing? Us, didn't he? he said, What are you doing? You can't go in together. One of you has to go outside. So we obviously, we, we, we said, and everyone does it. We said, uh, We're not even together. He said, Yeah, yeah we he tried said, to yes, you are. He said, You call me every week. He's <laughs> yeah, like, We're we not together. I said, I'll tell you what then. So I looked at Dave and it was I went, a bit like a Terminator, yeah, remember it is. 
So I looked at Dave and I said, I hurt you, where are And then I looked at the blur, the security yeah. guard, and he went, Nice try, wait outside. <laughs> I tried to blag him that was over at the door, wasn't it? We had a domestic, really. <laughs> a joke in domestic, by the way. Yeah. It was, uh, it was quite funny, wasn't it? It was, uh, it was, it was quite funny. So, and all I wanted on first look oh yeah I have to say this because this to me is like abuse because all I wanted on the first lockdown was a pot noodle and every time we went shopping because Dave had to go in and I had to wait outside he always forgot him I always forgot the pot noodle there was How no pot noodles there how convenient there was no pot noodles there how convenient you could have gone in the store yourself I could have waited outside I could have waited outside, you could have gone in and seen for yourself, there was no, no pot noodles there. There was no nothing. Pot noodles, like no pot noodles I could have bought you an empty shelf. There was millions of empty shelves in the stores. There because everybody that I knew Everybody likes pot a pot noodles. noodle, nobody likes to admit it. When I had video calls, when I had video calls with my friends and with my dad, they all had pot noodles. That's because your dad I bought them all. <laughs> I had no. Right, best flavour pot noodle, go on. What? What's your best flavour pot noodle? What do you mean? What's your best flavoured pot noodle? Oh god, it, it, I can't because it's both chicken and mushroom, beef and tomato. Chicken and mushroom. Oh no, or beef, beef and tomato. Oh, I can't choose. Chicken and mushroom, man. Beef, beef and tomato. We've added tomato ketchup. Mm, chicken and mushroom. Added oh. red cond condiments. <laughs> red condiments in a pot noodle. <laughs> you can't beat it. Also. How hard was it to get crisps during the lockdown? Oh, it was so hard. I think we went about a month about crisps, didn't Them we? Then all these bad boy crisps where you get like, fuck, how many is it? Uh, 24. No, it's more than that. 24, 26. 30, something in there. Maybe 30. Say 30. Yeah, you could not get them from any... And we actually forgot them as one when we were shopping over there. I'm really mad. All the, all the multi-packs were sold out, weren't they? Yeah. Scotch eggs, they're getting hard to get. Hey, Scotch Steg has been a saviour for some businesses. No, that was. They've put Scotch Steg on the menu, haven't they? I so people eggs. can sit down and have a sit down meal. Yeah, but you can't really class a, a Scotch Egg as a meal. What, according to Matt Hancock, you can? I really want a Scotch Egg right now. Well, Matt Hancock said it's a sit down meal, isn't it? It's technically a loophole, isn't it? A Scotch Steg on the menu. You can come in, sit down, have your meal, have a drink, and then off you go. I'm not being funny there, right? But if you said to me, obviously I'd still found it romantic. I don't think Gordon Ramsay would sell a Scotch yeah, egg. But obviously I like Scotch eggs. Yeah. So it won't bother me. Oh, but could you imagine, like, if, if say, a bloke said to me, that, come on, I know it's locked down, but this place is open, the safe food, I'm going to take you out for a nice romantic meal, then you get there. What, you having me lovely? Right, well, uh, I'll order for you, darling. You're like, all right, I've got this. Scotch eggs. I've got this. <laughs> we'll have two of you, Van, it's Scotch eggs. Right, I'd be out. Well, I wouldn't. I'd probably eat my Scotch egg first, and then I'd fuck you off. <laughs> oh, that was a swear word. Oops. Right. Thank you. I would order a Scotch egg. Well, I wouldn't just order one, I'd order four. Oh, and I'd eat them all to myself then. Tell you why, because I'd order you four as well. To make yeah. it equal. Then would you sit down and eat four? Mm, I don't know. One? 
One book's even enough. I'd probably have about ten, to be fair. It's not a proper meal. I do really like Scotch eggs. Well, it is a lump all, and man, some people do only get a Scotch egg for lunch. Some people only order a Scotch egg for lunch. And uh, the the other the other thing is some stores was turning their their stores into food stores and essential supply stores just to keep afloat. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah. the big thing is though, Boris has put money into fairload people and he has put money into businesses. He's found magic money. It was yeah, only he has. It was only uh, when David Cameron was in was in the recession. He has found the money and he has been giving out billions or, or however much trillion. it was. But when this as soon as this pandemic is over, if touch wood, if it is ever yeah. over, then we've got another problem because the full country will be in recession because we've got we will have to pay as all this nation. money back. As a nation, yeah, we'll have to pay the money as back. As a nation, we'll have to pay the money back. Oh, my bitch tolls, do you reckon they're going to go up? The, everything's After the gonna pandemic? Go up. Everything, bread going to cost you more than £2? Everything's going to go up because they need to get that money back. They say, oh yes, we're doing this for our people. We're helping them. We want the best for our people. We've put all this money in. No, we technically... We, we technically are putting the money in because we're the ones that are going to pay this back. So basically, they're giving money out to help country, us, yeah. but they're learning the money off us, in a sense. Yeah. They're learning the money off us. They've learned money off everybody, though. Off the, yeah, but they're well. learning the money off us. This is my point of view. They're learning the money off us to bail us out because we'll be paying them the money back. Yeah, but without them, without them loans, we wouldn't be able to support an economy. But why don't everything just go online? I mean, manufacturing can't go online, but you could keep them places open in a COVID-safe environment, get people to manufacture, and then put sales online. Well, I'm not being free anyway, right? But, like, Kingston upon Hull, for example, obviously, our hometown. Yeah. We're Council. From Hull, Council. Yeah. Get this, Council. Always complain. We got no money. You can tell we're from Hull. Bread cake or barn? Bread cake. It's bread cake. We've got no money. Whole city council. No money. Can't do shit. Bread cake or cob? Bread cake. Yes. (laughs) Right? No money. Yeah? No money. Whole city council claim we've got no money. No money. Okay. They built a big, stupid H thing in Queen's Gardens. Yeah, I remember that. Why? They built Dinner. a bicycle lane on the road opposite the train station. Have you seen that yet? That's ridiculous. No, I've not seen it yet. Have you not? No, I've not oh, seen, I've it. seen it. on Facebook. No, I've never show. seen yeah, it. It's absolutely ridiculous. What, what about the big screen that time, though? The big screen. The big screen cost thousands to have in, in Queen's Gardens, then they took it out exactly. the same They're on about, what, paving all Prospect Centre Street and whatnot. The whole Walk of Fame on Prospect Centre, just like fame. the Hollywood Walk of Fame. But let me just reiterate. But yeah, whole city council have no money. Well, let's face it, all city council are no good at emptying bins. They don't like emptying our bins either. And they never empty the bins. We we're always forever ringing them and saying, they're "Oh, saying yeah, to us right. empty our bins, please." They are saying to us, right? And I know I'm going off track here, but there's COVID about. So and they're making about money off, off the city that, for exactly. the recycling plant. Yeah, they're saying to us, right, that we don't put recyclables in there, right? 
we wash we wash jars out. Yeah, we wash jars out uh, because uh, we we also make sure they do, the the mold and clean because of the COVID outbreak before we put them in on with recycle it. But whole city council have no money. The thing is, all city council have always claimed to have no money. If you Wikipedia, Wikipedia is Wikipedia, isn't it? Yeah. If you wiki Kingston on Hull, first line it'll say Hull is a proud and poverty-stricken city. Mm. Yeah. All I'm going to say is, okay, and this is my point of view. Uh, yeah, we've got big industries and, and if anybody thinks I'm slating anybody, then I'm not. But if you think about it, so there's thousands opinion. of people throughout the lockdowns that are out of work. Struggling families that can't afford to eat. Now, one good thing about Hull, while I'm on this conversation, and probably other places around the world, we've got like a site on Facebook now that says Hull Good Deeds, where people are actually making food, delivering food, shopping it's for nice people. Nice to see that, though. It's like yeah, a war shopping, Yeah, they're actually shopping for people, paying out their own money to feed other families. I mean, during Christmas time, I saw posts like, off say one person saying I'm giving away ten Christmas dinner shops at a hundred pounds each. That was just billion. That was billion. Hundred pounds each. So Did you read nice. that was yeah. just the group. Yeah, that is so pounds nice. Each. And they were picking up these people, taking them to shops one by one, and spending a hundred pounds. And this is normal people sticking together through the pandemic. Humanity. That's good humanity. That. It is good humanity. Um. I've Brilliant. kind of lost track of what I was actually going to say. You was going to say about the good deeds and then the council had done nothing. Yeah. It's like... Apart from food parcels that they were charging people 35 quid for. Yeah, food parcels and things like that. But this is what I was saying about the furloading and, and stuff. People have lost jobs. People aren't getting furloaded. Now, who, who, who out of everybody around the world, no matter what's going on, they're still getting the wages, they're still getting the monthly whatever. Monthly income. The government. The government. They haven't lost their jobs. They're they're no deductions. They're getting full money. They're they're not no deductions paid. or anything, these uh, MPs. They're not struggling. And they're getting expenses. And, and as well as that, there was the whole farce about pubs were closing at well, 10 o'clock. I know this because I work in a pub. Pubs were closed at and 10 o'clock. And the government was still drinking. The government's bar was open well past that. I think Run it was... Room. Wasn't it open till midnight, they said? It was open till midnight. So why does I wish at half eleven without the Covid being in place? And it's just at midnight. It's absolutely ridiculous. You know, they can only What's the matter is Bojo got his mojo. Bojo, mojo. Mojo, bojo. Mojo, bojo. Sorry, well, bojo. Well, did you know... Boris. This is not what we do with it. A lot, a lot of people don't know this fact. Boris Johnson, or Alexander... I can't remember his full name, though. I think it's Alexander Ferrell... Oh, Alexander Ferrell Boris Johnson, I think that's his real name, was born in New York City. Ferrell? Uh, or Ferrell. Just Google it. Google his name. Ferrell is what you call a cat. Yeah, Ferrell. I pronounced it wrong. I... It was actually born in wow, New, wow, New York City. Honestly, Google it or Bing it or Yahoo it. You'll see it for yourself. New York City, and then you can pronounce his name because I'm no good at pronouncing many names because, of course, I'm a little bit dyslexic. So I've probably read it as Pharrell. I think it's Pharrell. You know, like Pharrell Williams, the rapper, the pop star. 
Yeah. I think it's like, you know, the Gogo's cars, I'm happy, that one. Alexander, Bol- uh, hang on. That's his name, yeah, that's up there. Alexander Boris de Pfffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffffff
That's for a different podcast. <laughs> no, but... If a surgeon was no, picking right. the nose or the toes, or yeah, I don't know. It could be like that advert, couldn't it? Couldn't it right. So you laid on the you laid, yeah. you laid on the hospital bed, yeah. Yeah. The surgeon, the surgeon comes in, he scratches his gonads. Yeah. And then you go, what the heck are you doing? Go and wash your hands, you monkey bugger. Yeah. And the surgeon turns around, he's like, you're not you when you're one gay. Here, have some nuts. <laughs> you mean Snickers? <laughs> have a Snickers. <laughs> Uh, they, they swell mad though because, uh, like, this, there was all about catering shops not allowed to open, like Greg's and stuff like that. Greg's, the staff, in the first lockdown, same as Morrison's Asda and everybody, the staff never wore masks amongst the customers. Because, if you remember, masks... They said, don't wear them at first. Mm. They said, they weren't sure, was they? Do you wear them or do you not wear them? I don't see how my mask is going to protect you. Yeah. Well, I don't see how a plastic screen's going to protect people neither. Mm. Because everything's got gaps in it. Everything. And if you've, like, spit particles mm. on a plastic screen and you don't clean it properly... And you don't touch your, your, like, your mouth, you could get COVID. Yeah. It's like the whole money thing as well, right? I mean, everyone's saying, like, yeah. Money, yeah. changing hands. We're, we're skin, whichever body it is, we're. Everybody's like, in the same bar, yeah. But you know what? I found myself, well, you know what, what we've been doing more. Yeah. All right, obviously, being in lockdown and that, you get bored, don't you? So, what does everybody do to cheer themselves up? I mean, I know we've been doing it. Amazon shopping. Ebay shopping. That was an eBay wish. I mean, we've ordered loads of stuff. Yeah, we've ordered too much stuff. We have. We even did a food shop uh, online. And we had food delivered, didn't we? Because we couldn't get the. When did we get food delivered? We got it from that flavour website. Oh, we did, yeah. The flavour website when they tried to. Uh, so they wanted they advertised it wrong didn't they they wanted more than what we ordered so we sorted it out during the during the first lockdown as well it was just reminding me my mum my mum gave me and Dave uh, a £50 Asda voucher oh yes girl. I did yeah and we went to Asda and Dave said oh I'm just going to go to the cash machine to get some extra money in so case I the shopping yeah. goes so and the queue was massive. It went all the way from the front door of Asda, all the way around near the trolleys at the end of the car park. And I was queuing up for ages. And as, I got, for me, and as I got close to the door, I'm panicking now because obviously I'm waiting for Dave and he's still not coming back from the cash machine. Back, yeah. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm going to go in in a minute. So I rang him. And they couldn't get through. And he rang back and I said, yeah, where are you? I was single, did I? Because all the phone lines were jumped. Said, where are you? And then he said... I'm in Asda. I said, what do you mean you're in Asda? I've been queuing up for bloody ages. I thought you was in there, so I blacked my way in. You thought I was in there, so you said it's a security guard. At the, at the outcoming yeah. entrance. There wasn't nobody about the security yeah. guard there. Could I go in, up. please? Because our lass is in there. Security guard said yes. I'm queuing up like an idiot for ages. He's already doing after shopping. And I'm shopping. <laughs> and I bought Gavin and stuff, didn't I? 
which is very nice of your mum to sort us out in that lockdown, because we knew it was coming, we just didn't know when. And the the other thing as well is we had power cuts. We did have power cuts. We had power cuts during the lockdown. It was like they was trying to preserve energy or something, wasn't it? Because not only did we have power cuts, 410 houses had power cuts. And then when they put our electric on, in the very area had a power cut. And it kept going like that, didn't it? But we had about four or five power cuts in a week. We did, indeed. And we didn't have no candles or anything, did we? We had to use mobile phones. We used a bike light. And a bike light to see how we were bound. And we couldn't cook that night, could we? So we had to use Uber Eats. Oh, yeah, we had a takeaway. But it was genius, wasn't it? Because when we signed up to Uber Eats, we got 50% off, wasn't it? Yeah. £15. I know we got a £15 spend, all we had to do was pay delivery. Yeah. So any orders up to £15 you got delivered, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. And that tied us over, did it? We did, yeah. And we ended up getting... I'm trying to remember what food we ordered, no? We had a pizza. Pizza. And... Was it doner kebabs? Doner kebabs, yeah. We were greedy, weren't we? And we had some doner kebabs. And a can of coke. And a can of coke each, yeah. Mm. It was good times, it was really good. And what about the KFC? You can come into KFC, but you order it from a touch screen menu. Yeah, there was only using, weren't they, at first? But you order it with no gloves on a touch screen menu, then you take your card, put your card in, put your pin in, and then you go up to the counter, and you're only one metre away, not two, and you pick up your food. How mad was that? And then, after KFC, we went to Asda and Dave sneezed in his mask and snotted all over his face. Oh, I remember that, a random sneeze. Because I'd just passed... I'd just gone in. I'd just passed the gate to go in, wasn't it? Where they let you in. And all of a sudden, I sneezed, didn't I? Mm -hmm. So, I was glad to get out of there. So I could, obviously, sort my mask out. But yeah, I do remember that. And I also remember the woman who had a go at me for leaving the bank card in the machine. Yeah, yeah, right. Because she didn't want to touch it. But then she keyed her pin number in using her fingers after I'd got the card back off the store assistant. And I said to her, you was complaining about my card being left in the machine because it's COVID-19, but how many people have touched that keypad? Mm. When you're keen in your pin number, and she looked at me as if to say, huh? Any more lockdown memories before what you can think about? What else did we do? We we did a horseshoe throw in the back garden, put a pole in the back garden, and we threw a horseshoe, didn't we? Yeah, I won that as well. Yeah, you got the furthest throw, didn't you? We did. I did. It was about 24 foot, wasn't it? The yeah. throw. Which was genius. What else did we uh, do? We just basically kept on the news and kept in touch with people through. Just random video stuff, call, didn't we? Just silly. Some phone silly. call and. Yeah, silly things to pass I the mean, time. I mean, like silly but things like, like, spy, like tonight. You know, I mean, I, I cooked a curry for tea tonight and we got a pineapple on the fridge, so we put glasses on him and a cap. <laughs> yeah, and then we took Bob. a photo and posted them on Facebook. Bob the pineapple. Yeah, Bob you the pineapple. Me? Only because SpongeBob is ours. Lived in a pineapple under the sea, didn't he? 
Yeah. I'll tell you one more thing, which was two more things actually. Who do you want? Who would you rather have lead in this country? Nicholas Sturgeon or Boris Johnson? Nicholas sorry, Nicholas Sturgeon is the. I know Nicholas Sturgeon yeah, is. Yeah. She's straight to the point. She's good at what she does. Very straight to the point. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. All right. Who should take a leaf out of whose book? Nicholas Sturgeon or Boris Johnson? Boris Johnson. Should take a leaf out of Nicholas Sturgeon's book. So he should tear up his rule book and follow what she's doing. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I think Nicola, Nicola Sturgeon has handled this pandemic for Scotland a lot better than what Boris Johnson has handled this pandemic. And I've got no faith myself in Professor Whitty or Valence. No. I know they're good at what they do. But we needed to lock down and Sage, that's the one, told us to lock down. And Boris didn't do it. And for the economy, sir. I kind of lost all faith in the government when Boris's own people couldn't even stick to their roles. Yeah. And like we was discussing uh, over the video call the other night, all over yeah. the exports thingy, yeah. always the fact of, um, was it Cummings? Dominic Cummings, Cummings, yeah, Cummings, brought the rules. He, he brought the rules, he didn't get sacked for it, and the only reason, he didn't get sacked for breaking the rules no, of the law. No, he didn't. He got sacked because he called Boris's girlfriend name. Princess Nutnut. Yeah, that's what he called that's her. That's what he called her, wasn't it? And he had no right to call her that, really. But. Yeah, no right to call for that, but how can you not get sacked for breaking the rules, but get sacked for that? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Tony Blair, John Prescott. John Prescott only lives around the corner from us. Mm. What's it where he lives? He lives around the corner from us. And do you remember when that egg got thrown at Prescott? Mm. And he thought he'd been attacked by a weapon. Mm. So he punched the guy in the face mm. in self-defence. Tony Blair pulled him in his office, right? When he, when he heard about it. And he says, What the hell have you done, John? And John replied, Well, Tony, you told me to connect with the electorate, so I did. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. But he didn't get sacked for that, though. No, that's crazy. If Dominic Cummings breaks the rules, don't get sacked. Calls, calls. Um, Boris Johnson's girlfriend, Princess Nut Nut. But Labour leader can slag anybody he wants off. Mm, it's crazy. It's crazy. Right? And he can say words about anybody, and he ain't been sacked. Mm. I don't think Cummings deserved to be sacked through name calling. No. I know name calling can affect some people, but Princess Nut Nut, well, it depends on what context you throw out and how angrily or, or normal, or if he did it in a normal way, he might have just done it off the cuff. Right? He had more justification to sack him for breaking the lockdown rules. He should have got a written warning about calling people. And maybe. If they want to, do you know what? If they want to take it too far, it's just like all I can do is Boris Johnson saying, I can't do his voice. It's, it's okay if you break the rules. But all, you, yeah. you call my beloved Princess Nut Nut. <laughs> We're going to have a serious problem. <laughs> I, think, I think we've been watching Thomas Spitting Image. Serious <laughs> problems. Now remember, 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 you can go out, but don't go out. Alas. He talks, he talks a bit like a... You can go to work, but don't go to work. Alas, wash your hands twice 
just enough to say happy birthday. Remember, act like you've got the virus, even though you haven't got the virus. Well, to me, act like you've got the virus, so we've got to go, we've all got to go around acting like we've got the virus. So basically it's like this. <coughs> <coughs> That's acting like you've got the virus, because you get a cough of it. That's a bit sarcastic, Dave. It's, it's not, no, no, it's not sarcastic. Act like you've got the virus. How do you act like you've got something when you haven't got it? You should have said, stay alert, I agree with that. Be aware of who you socialise with. No, because you're not supposed to be socialising. Yeah. What he means no, by that? No, no, but some people have a bubble. No, no, some no, people no, have no, a no, bubble. No, 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 no. Some people have a bubble. Do you not know where that bubble's been? A lockdown is a fucking lockdown. A lockdown is a fucking lockdown. That's right. Well, what I'm trying to say is, you don't know who your bubble's been associating with. Yeah? Around the shops, essential shopping, people are passing each other every day. You don't know if they put the mask on, you don't know what or what. Right? It's all to do with trust. So stay alert, be aware, wash your hands, and try to stay safe. Try to stay safe. Because this new COVID, COVID-2, not the old COVID, is 75% more transmittable. But we can't see it. Why aren't we getting self-testing kits sent to our homes to test us? Why do we have to come down with it to get tested? Why can't we have tests sent to our homes once a week? Test yourself. Mm. They were a couple of pounds each. Boris said it himself. They were a couple of pounds each. The plastic testing kits, you know, not the big biohazard kits that they've invented. Uh, the, the ones that test in laboratories. I'm on about the like pregnancy test things that Boris said was coming out. Why can't we all pay? I'd pay three pounds to make a week, even though uh, uh, three pounds for the COVID test to be sent three months supply, mm. and then we know it and get three months supply delivered. Three, six, that was twelve pound a month. To see if you got COVID. Test yourself once a week. Mm. Why wait till you've got it to get tested? Why wait? Exactly. And any last words to say uh, before we end this podcast? I've got a few things to say, but I'll let you go first. Like. Not really much to say, just a normal guys like uh, Bojo says. Um, yeah. Stay at home, stay alert, and just be safe. Peace out. Well, I'd just like to say, um, make sure you try to follow the rules to the best you can. Make sure you follow the guidance of wash your hands regularly with soap or hand sanitizer. Always go out with a mask on if you can. If you can wear a mask, if you've not got any underlying illnesses that stop you from wearing a mask. And I, it is a tragedy that this COVID nineteen has claimed so many lives. And hopefully, we'll all hopefully we'll all have a better future. And on behalf of me and Sarah, we'd just like to say. Thank you for listening to our podcast on Thank you. our experience of COVID and stay safe. Stay safe, guys. Peace out. Peace out.